Hey everyone, Evan the Paramedic Coach. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you how to go through all the steps from no experience, no knowledge, nothing, all the way up to paramedic. I'm going to give you the whole roadmap, all the steps, and then I'm going to give you advice along the way so I can help you right in this one video, one podcast, all the way through. So, step one. Depending on the area, the town, state, or county you live in, you may have a high school EMT program. So if you're still in high school, take advantage of that. The earlier you can start, the better. Now, in some areas, there is no high school EMT available. Okay, it's all dependent on the area you live. So you got to check it out for yourself. There's so many different areas in all 50 states. Now, most areas is 18 years old and you need a high school diploma or GED to sign up for an EMT class. But besides that, there's no other real prerequisite to getting started. That's the main thing, right? So where do we find an EMT class? Well, obviously, if it's in high school one, you can start at 60 or 17 years old. That's in your high school. That's easy. Now, in most areas, what if it's not available? Well, there's a lot of local EMT academies. So you can find like a volunteer ambulance service, right? Some paid ambulance services or fire departments may have an EMT class. So look out for that. Community colleges, hospitals. So for example, when I was 19 years old, I took an EMT class at a local hospital. So those are some of the main options, right? Now, how long is the EMT course? And what are some tips for that course? So with the EMT course, it's usually three months long. That's 12 weeks, right? Some programs are accelerated on that, meaning you can actually find an EMT EMT class that is four to eight weeks long. It's crazy, it's crazy. I don't recommend the accelerated class because there's a lot of on-the-job learning with EMT as it is. So like in three months, you're not going to learn everything, of course. You're going to obviously learn, but not everything. But there's a lot of on-the-job training. So to bring it down even more to four to eight weeks, I don't recommend it. If someone, you know, scheduling conflicts and needs to do that, you can do it. People do it every week, every day. I don't recommend it. I also wouldn't tell you to do something that I didn't do. So, you know, when I went into... EMT class. I did a traditional, you know, three-month summer EMT class. So I, w- I wouldn't tell you something to do that I didn't do myself, right? Now, the next step, you go through the class. They're going to go through all the chapters in your book. You're going to be learning skills and you're getting ready for something called the National Registry. So there's something called the NREMT. What this does, this certifies you. So essentially, certification means, hey, you passed this big exam this test and because you passed this test now you are a certified emt that is different though from a license to practice in your state right the majority of states in the united states are with the national registry now one off the top of my head north carolina for example does everything in the state and there is no nremt but the majority of states go off of the NREMT exam. It's called a national registry that covers most states. You can, you know, let's say you're working, for example, let's say you're working in uh, Connecticut, for example, and you want to move to another state. It's easier to move around, right? That's how it is in most areas. And you'll find that more and more states are adopting NREMT. Like I said, majority of them have it, right? So, once we've done that, we get certified. We have this piece of paper that says we are certified as an EMT. What were you next? 
we give this certification to our state and say, hey, here's my school completion. Here's my NREMC certification. Please grant me a license. And you usually have to pay a fee every year, usually a few hundred hours to keep your license active, right? So that's how it works. And then obviously you'll be doing continu continuing education hours to keep your certification, which in turn keeps your license and you pay the fee and it continues on. That's how it works. So you'll have a certification and a license to practice in that state. Great. So what are our next steps? Real quick, very important. EMT school, just like paramedic school, I'm gonna talk about in a second, is very accelerated. So one thing I recommend you do is try to do what I call pre-game studying. Try to study some of the concepts like anatomy and physiology, some of the basic EMT skills, um, some patient assessment stuff before you go in. That is my big advice. You can learn more about that in the first link in the description. Now, our next step, our goal of this podcast is to get you up to paramedic. That's your goal. You want to be a paramedic. If you don't know, the paramedic is the highest level in the ground ambulance service, right? So we go from EMT. Once we have our EMT certification license, we can then apply to paramedic school. Okay, that's how it works. The paramedic is essentially the leader in charge of the ambulance service when working up patients in the ambulance, right? Most crews are either an EMT EMT or EMT paramedic, right? I have more videos on the other ranks or two other ranks, but you can come back to the channel more on that. I want to hyper-focus on what we're talking about here. So our next move is to start working and or start volunteering. The one thing I don't want you to do is just sit around with your certification and not get experience, right? So let me paint a picture in your head. This could be you. Let's say when this podcast, you know, comes out, you'll, this will all make sense. A lot of schools start in August, right? August, August and September, right? Let's just say, for example, you're going to say, I'm going to go to EMT school in August, right? And let's say you graduate in the fall of, let's say, 2023. Now you have your EMT. The next step is for you to start working and volunteering because... Yes, you could apply to paramedic school in January, but you probably won't have enough experience to get in because paramedic school, you need a certain amount of experience and hours and you have to pass an entry exam, right? You don't have the experience yet. So what would my step be? Well, my recommendation for you would be to get at least six months to a year experience, then apply for the next upcoming paramedic school. Now, paramedic schools can start at different times, but traditionally it's usually January, August, when school starts, so you get what I'm going there. So literally, let's say you graduate in fall of uh, 2023 and get a job within a month or two. That sounds very reasonable the way the market is now. August 2024, my friend, you could be applying to paramedic school, and then you're gonna gain experience as an EMT all throughout paramedic school. More on that in a second. So let's continue on. So where do we gain experience as an EMT? Well, there's really four main ways. So first, we can work in a 911 EMS job. For example, uh, working for a city, a county, a town, a, pr a private company ambulance service doing 911 calls. I love that. That would be the best case scenario and we're getting paid for it. That's the best case scenario. What's a good scenario, which is still fine, by the way, this is totally cool. You will learn as you go. It's something called IFT. So inner facility transport, that's our second option to get a job. We're still getting paid, 
but we're doing non-emergent transport. For example, um, taking someone to and from dialysis, uh, taking someone uh, who's leading the hospital home because they need a stretcher. But we're able to practice our vitals and patient communication and ambulance operations, how to use radios, and we get comfortable with the ambulance. It is totally okay. Please hear me on this. It is totally okay to start with IFT. Don't think you need to jump right in 911. The cool thing is, a lot of private ambulance services, for example, like the biggest one in the nation is AMR, American Medical Response. A lot of, uh, and by the way, AMR is a great place to get experience, just so you're aware. A lot of the AMRs will do 911 and inner facility transport, or they'll just do one or the other. So it's a great place to start to get your experience up, okay? So our first goal in EMS is to gain that first experience so we can get ready for paramedic school. Because you don't want to go to paramedic school not knowing how to radio patch, not being good at patient assessments. I don't recommend that, right? So there are some programs that take you from EMT right to paramedic. Can it be done? Yes. Again, I would never tell you to do something that I didn't do. I had nine months of volunteer EMS experience before day one of paramedic school. Was it a lot of experience? Nope. But it was enough for me to know, okay, I know how to drive the ambulance. I know how to back it up. I get how the hospitals work. I get the ambulance operations. I've seen some patients. And then while you're in paramedic school, you're going to gain more experience. So back to our scenario. Paramedic school is on the accelerated side or the acceleration about 12 months. But most paramedic schools are 18 months to two years. The big question I get, Evan, should I go for the associate degree? My answer to you is yes, but I'm going to give you options on how to do it. Here's what I did. 19, I got my EMT. By 21, I was a certified licensed paramedic, but I didn't have the associate degree. I found a program where it was at a community college and it gave you 30 college credits and they gave you a certificate saying, hey, you got college credits, you're a certified paramedic, you passed your NREMT, and there you go. Here's your license, you're good. But to get the associate degree they offered, it was, I think, 34, I think 30 or 34 more college credits. So what I did was I started working at 21. And then while I was working, I just I had the list of classes I had to take. I just, most of them were online except one chemistry class. I just started knocking them off. And I was paying for the classes through, while, while I was working as a paramedic, so I'm paying the classes. I just, me personally, wanted to have the associate degree in my back pocket because I saw where EMS was going and the a lot of places were, were requiring associate degrees or certain promotions want that. And I'm like, I don't want something to hold me back. So while I'm young, let me just knock it out and I have it and it's done. So that's my advice to you. If you're able to do that, do it. Now, here's the deal. If your program off the rip already offers an associate degree, and let's say, they, let's say they this happens. Hey, we're going to offer you a paramedic program. It's two years and you get a paramedic studies associate degree at the end of it. Just do it off the rip. Just do it off rip. That works too. You decide how you want to do it. I want to get right to work. Other people might just say, ah, I'll wait the two years. And, and guess what? That works to your, a lot of people's benefit because, you know, my school was, you know, 14 to 18 months in length where your schooling would be two full years. You're going to get another two years of EMT experience. You're going to have so much EMT experience by the time you're done. So that can work to your advantage too. So those are some options for you. Now, same deal. We have to go through, we get through paramedic school. Paramedic school is essentially, if you really think about it, it's basically 
EMT school times a thousand, right? There is very heavy on cardiology, pharmacology, anatomy and physiology, patient assessment. And again, you're really, you've got to think about this. You are essentially like the eyes and ears and the hands, eyes, ears, and hands, you know, with a lot of the doctor in the hospital until you transfer care to the doctor in the hospital. You are that doctor, if you will, you know, in the street as a paramedic, right? So that's the way I like to think about it. So you're learning everything at the highest level as far as what we can do in the ambulance. I mean, to give you an example, there are ambulance services right now that are giving blood in the ambulance, right? Back when I started as a paramedic, that was not happening, right? So the the bar and knowledge and education of the paramedic is continually, continually going up. So you're going to learn a tremendous amount going from EMT to paramedic, which is why, like I said, I want you to take care of that six months, one year experience before medic school. It's my recommendation. Now, we pass out our EMT again. Great. Again, if you're going to enter EMT, first link in the description covers all that. Getting ready for paramedic school, like take you through all the prep. If you're getting ready for enter EMT, first link in the description of this video and podcast. Now, our next step here, I'm going to cross all that off is now we get to work. Now, the last step here is where we wanna go inside of the paramedic profession. There's so many options. So there's fire department, there is ambulance, there is, uh, you know, of course, the ER tech option, right? Clinical trials, community paramedics, right? Those are some of the main options. And then as you gain experience, there's stuff like critical care paramedic, flight paramedics, we're gonna take more uh, certification exams. It's not more schooling. For example, there's a critical care paramedic and a flight paramedic certified that you can do. And then that will allow you to become a flight paramedic, uh, work on, you know, as a critical care paramedic. There's a community paramedic, which is like basically a non-emergent paramedic that does house visits and house calls. One of the most common things for that is you see someone in your community that is continually calling 911, they're not getting better. They'll send out a community paramedic to check up on them. So, hey, we want to help you out in the home so you can stop calling 911. That way you don't keep going ER to home, ER to home, and you can be happy and healthy in your home. Now, a lot of you asked in the comments about how to prepare for school, how to get through school, and how to pass at our EMT. The first link in the description is a study tool that I give to all my students to accomplish all of that. It's called the Video Vault. Inside the Video Vault is over 480 videos of content, audio files, worksheets, practice quizzes, our community group. What I do in the Video Vault is take all the concepts you need to know to pass school at NREMT and I break them down simply for you. So that way you just follow along with the videos, you follow the study plan, and you pass. I give my students lifetime access in the first link in the description, and I'll see you on the inside.